Our fifth focus is on relational health. Relational health starts actually with self-love. You must love yourself first. Write down what you love most about yourself and reflect on it. When you start loving yourself more, you will be able to give more to others. Let's start off by talking about love relationships. I want to clarify, lust is the product of selfishness, physical attraction, or fantasy. Love is selfless, unconditional, patient, generous, grateful, respectful, and kind. Here's my tip number one. The key to finding the right person is that they must appreciate your friends, your family, and your passions. They should not want to steal you from your life. Tip number two, be overly inquisitive. Do you share similar interests? Do you have similar types of humor? Do you know what their goals are? Are they clean or messy? Do they have a large inheritance or a large credit card debt? What is their love language? You know love languages? We can refer it to animals. The first one, cats, they want physical. Canaries want to be heard. Puppy dogs, words of affirmation, goldfish, uh, acts of kindness. Andy Andrews wrote a great book called The Noticer. Check it out, he talks about it a little more. Get to know their hearts and minds more than their bodies. One of the biggest reasons for relationship failure comes from the lack of clearly communicated expectations. Next, let's talk about family. This is the one relationship that we do not get to choose. I encourage you to be grateful. Say thank you. Make the time to make memories. Honor each one of them. Next, let's talk about friendships. Choose your friends wisely. Choose them because they encourage you, not just because they act cool. They should be your accountability partner and supporters. Hard times will always reveal true friends. Create epic friendships. Here's a great question. How should we handle arguments or differences that we have with our family and friends? Rick Warren has a great quote. Our culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means you agree with everything they do or believe. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. Stand up for your convictions. Another tip, don't fall for the comparison trap. Most people's online posts point to the best things that happen to them. They contain information that draws attention to their greatest qualities or achievements. There's nothing wrong with celebrating good things happening in our lives, but our celebration of self, especially social media's filtered no bad days ever depiction, <laughs> can cause others to feel less important. You normally take selfies and post them to show the places you've been and the people you've met. But what if you were to focus on pointing out the good things happening in the lives of others? The opportunities to use social media for encouragement are greater than you often realize. God always planned for you to invest in others. Beyond the likes and shares you might participate in online, you need to be intentional with your interactions. Don't forget to invest in other people. 
to reach out to your family, your friends, and others whose lives may never fit into a standard shiny social media profile. Be a faithful steward of your gifts.